Welcome to We Love Dead Things. I'm Candy. I'm Laura. I can hear myself out of, like, bouncing off your walls. Is it really that loud? Like... No, I, maybe because I had my hand like this, too. So... Maybe. I mean, I tried to make sure we have enough stuff on the wall, but it's not echoey anymore. Yeah, I think that was just me. I think it helps that we put stuff in those corners right there. It used to be really echoey in here. Yeah. And today we're talking about Haunted Highways, which is a TV show, so I don't even know if we're allowed to call it that. (laughs) So we'll just call it Haunted Rose. Mine's technically about bridges. (laughs) Mine is technically about just a road, not particularly a highway, and it includes a bridge. Yeah, mine's about bridges. Mine only actually talks about one. I mean, there's probably more than one bridge on it. It's in New Jersey. Aren't there bridges everywhere there? I don't know. Uh, I've never been to Jersey. I've never been east of... I'm trying to think. I know Portland, Oregon's considered the city of bridges because if you fucking look at it, there's so many fucking bridges. (laughs) There is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah... Okay, here we go. I've never been farther east than Jacksboro, Texas. That I can recall off the top of my head. No, wait, no, no, no. I think I've been to Texarkana. Wichita. Yeah. Texarkana. I don't know anybody back east that I can think of that I'm willing to visit. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I can go first. Okay. So I today am talking about Clinton Road in New Jersey. Apparently, it was featured on um, Most Haunted Places in America, the Travel Channel show. I don't remember ever seeing anything about this road on that show, and I know that show. So there must be an episode I missed somewhere. (laughs) So I've seen that show. I listened to a podcast about it, and the guy is like, I watched all of the Haunted Travel Channel shows since I was in college, and I don't remember that. And then he goes on to say that he was in college in, like, 2003, which is when we were in middle school to high school, and I remember that. So, he was probably eating some sandwiches. If you watch How I Met Your Mother, you know what I mean. I love that show. So, Clinton Road is located in West Milford, Passaic County in New Jersey. It starts at Route 23 at Newfoundland and runs 10 miles south towards Upper Greenwood Lake. So there's a good little area. If you guys are from there, you know where it is. If you're not, now you know just about roundabout location. The 10-mile stretch is known for many reasons. There's ghosts. There was a murder. The ice man um, left a body there. There have been sightings of strange creatures like hellhounds and monkeys. Okay. Witch and even KKK activity are known in that area. We are not going to talk about KKK activity. It's on mine, too. Ooh, nice. (laughs) Crossover. Some say that aliens have also been seen spotted across the road. UFOs. 
Over the years, people have reported seeing hellhounds and monkeys. I just said that, didn't I? Yep. Okay. Well, those are probably more related to the jungle habitat that closed in the area in 1976. It was open for about four years. From, yeah, four years, 72 to 76. Um, Not all of the animals were relocated, and some of them wound up in the woods. So, like, monkeys should not be in the woods in New Jersey, but they probably stuck around for a while. And the so-called hellhounds could very easily be a crossbreed between coyotes and wolves. I'm like, they're going to look kind of freaky, and if the light catches their eyes, their eyes might look red. There are stories of a ghost truck, which is stupid to call it a truck, because nobody has ever seen the body of this vehicle. All they see is headlights that are chasing them down the road until they hit the end, and then it disappears. But if they mean semi-truck headlights, aren't they semi-truck are pretty up high? So I can understand you assuming that being a truck, maybe a big truck too, but it also could be like an SUV. But what if it's like a little pickup truck like mine? Like I drive a tiny little Then they would say car because the headlights are low. But like, I don't know. Don't call it a truck if you can't guarantee what it is because... It could be a minivan or a regular van, which their headlights could be up some. You never really know. There is a druid temple along the road. It is said that horrible things would happen if someone were to come across the druids while they were practicing at the time. And it was actually listed as the Clinton Furnace in 1976 on the National Historic Registry. They fenced it off to prevent any injury from anybody who comes around like just in case although I'm pretty sure nobody listens to that because we have a local place that's supposed to be cordoned off and I've been there many times there's a few houses down there too but those aren't really important although it does have a really long traffic light people could wind up waiting there for like five minutes I've done that. I get so mad. The traffic light right here by my apartment pisses me off because it's a three-minute traffic light. The traffic light over Just on my like, way here yeah. um, on those corner streets. Yeah, that traffic light, I literally have waited there through three different times of it changing for everybody else except for me. Mm-hmm. And then turned from the turn lane going left i turned right when i didn't see nobody made a u-turn and waited there for two seconds and the light turned green for me it's ridiculous so we move into the haunting the most common sighting is at ghost boy bridge which is located near the clinton reservoir along the bend in the road they call it dead man's curve The legend goes that if you leave a quarter in the middle of the road at midnight, it'll return to you. And the little ghost boy is the one who brings it back. They say that he's a little boy who... He possibly died while swimming in the river, but there's also stories that say he might have fallen in and drowned um, while sitting on the edge of the bridge. There's also stories that say if you lean over the side of the bridge, the ghost boy will push you into the water because he's trying to find someone to save him, which really like upsets me as a mom, because that makes me sad. If somebody jumped in and tried to save him, maybe he would be at peace. 
But if there was nobody around to save him, then it was nobody's fault. No, but maybe that's all he needs. When he was drowning, he didn't know that there was nobody there. Yeah, but if he's already pushing people in the water, what are you going to do? There's like, you can't save a ghost body from well, the water. Well, you can't, but at least like put forward the effort. Like, scream, I'm coming to help you, ghost boy, and then, like, die. Okay, into so the you're water. visiting a town you know nothing about, and you get pushed into the water. Is your first thought going to be, let's go save this ghost boy I have no idea about? Well, if you're in that area leaning over the side of the bridge looking for a dead kid, you probably already know that you're going to get pushed in. So wear a life vest when you go to Dead Man's Bridge or Ghost Boy Bridge. <laughs> I just imagine somebody in a neon orange life this falling over the side. And that's not funny. Yeah, I've jumped off a bridge before. I have too. That actually reminds me too though, a story I read on some Facebook group. And it's not just like, I mean, I think it's not just any story. The lady says it happens to her. That she was getting her daughter ready for school and the passenger, one of the passenger's seatbelt lights was flashing. So she turns around, she asks her daughter if she unbuckled herself. And her daughter's like, no, the little boy isn't buckled in. So then the little boy, like, there's no little boy in her car, but she's freaking out. She runs around the back and she like buckles the seat anyway. <laughs> and then like, she never heard of the little boy again. So I'm like, maybe some little boy died in that area in a car crash because he wasn't buckled in. And he just needed a mom to do that one little thing. And then he moved on to. That's what I think. And that's what I commented. And I can't remember whose post it was because I really want to shout them out for that because that post, like, I felt it. I felt it. I'm just thinking the mom didn't buckle herself in all the way. That's what I'm thinking, too. And the kids have imaginary friends, so... Kids also see things that they're not usually seen by adults. Or kids just have imaginary friends. You never know. I buckle in my daughter's baby. Yeah. So kids have imaginary friends. Only I can see that one. So, I found on weirdnewjersey.com, which is literally cited on every story about this but it's a quick little story that somebody submitted the clinton ghost kid that is really awkward to say the clinton ghost kid doesn't want your quarters yesterday at 8 p.m me and my friend mike were going to a movie at the drive-in we took clinton road we stopped on the bridge and he told me all the stories about the boy being killed and all So I threw a quarter off the edge and we drove away. On the way home at 11.30, we passed over the bridge and stopped because Mike wanted to point out the kid's name on the side of the bridge. Just when he said the kid's name, a quarter or something metal was thrown hard against the window of the car. We were shocked for a minute and then drove away. I'm not going on that road for a long time. And that was signed by Anonymous. Some people think that maybe to appease the spirit of a little boy or maybe just, like, give him something to keep company. You'll find teddy bears and other little toys along the tree line left for the boy. Um, Which I think is nice, but I also think that that's just a waste because you're just littering. 
animals are going to take it. They're going to rip it up. And then there's going to be shreds all over the place, which is just leading to pollution, which is bad. Don't do that. That was You can leave biodegradable stuff. Okay, so leave biodegradable toilet paper. Ooh, shit. Okay, so that's actually the end of my ghost story itself. There are two movies I found on Clinton Road. I watched one of them. It is called The Lake on Clinton Road. That name doesn't even sound good. I'm just going to put that out there. It doesn't sound like shit. So the synopsis is, when six friends from Massachusetts finish finish up classes for the semester, they decide to take a road trip to the Jersey Shore. A birthday celebration at a shore house will be the highlight of their summer, or so they thought. When they get to the house, they realize it's not the beach house they were expecting. It's actually in the middle of the woods off a long, spooky road. Clinton Road. Clinton Road has been haunted for the past 50 years. This is what Alex, Jillian, Amber, Jamie, Stacy, and Mark will soon find out. The sadness of not having a beach house soon disappears as they all rush outside to see the lake. They prepare to have drunken festivities at the lake, but that's when the horror begins. One by one, they all disappear. Who will be last? Who will be the first? Will anyone survive? The movie was written by Deshaun Hardy. I like his name. He wrote a terrible movie. And I am saying this as a person who loves bad movies. I Those are my favorite types of movies to watch. So... Can I just make a shout out that y'all need to stop making fucking horror movies around kids partying at fucking lakes, okay? Yeah. Not every kid parties around a fucking lake. Not every kid has a lake to party around. Yes. Desert rat right here. Well, I lived up in Oregon, so we had a lot of lakes. We still didn't go party at them. Not like that. That's how people die. Well, and these are college students. But, yeah. That's how people die. That is how you die. You get drunk, you fall in the water, and then you're dead. Yes. So don't do it. I live in the desert. You get drunk, you get left in the desert, you die of heat exhaustion. The movie is supposedly based on true events, although not a single event lead to anything discussed on anything about Clinton Road. And like we know, all these true story movies take liberties and fuck it up. Look at Annabelle and Paranormal Activity, the Poltergeist movie, The Strangers was literally based off a tiny, tiny theory. Of an actual crime. Well, lots of movies say based on a true story, and they're not. It's just part of the movie. Like, Paranormal Activity, not based off of a true story. It's just part of the movie to make it seem real. Mm-hmm. Like, Blair Witch Project, not based off of anything. Not even close. But they just made that as part of the, like, beginning credits mm-hmm. to, like... Because it makes... You watch a movie differently when you think that. Yeah, you do. Especially, like... I prefer to see based on true events at the end of a movie and not the beginning because, like, it gives you more of a scare factor. If you go into it thinking based on true events, then you're automatically going to piece together every little tiny thing that's fake, which is why I was talking about, like, The Strangers. They say at the beginning of the movie, based on true events, and The Strangers was taken off of a story of a person who was renting a home 
a bungalow in California, and they were murdered in their home, and it was a really grisly scene. That's where it ends. Huh? There's no actual information on the people who got murdered, so they made up an entire movie about it, and then they made a sequel, which was really good. I really enjoyed the sequel. Um, I lost where I was. Okay, so... At first, I thought the movie was based around Ghost Boy Bridge, mostly because of, like, the beginning of the movie, they were talking about a lady who drowned her son, and the boy at Ghost Boy Bridge supposedly died in the, in the water. But there's not really much else about that. And it also kind of looked like it was going to be a found footage type movie, but it's not, which would have been better, because I like found, found footage movies. Blair Witch Project and Paranormal Activities are two of my favorites. I love all the Paranormal Activity movies. They are terrible. I love them. It was really poor quality. It was really bad. It also had like a little bit of a Cabin in the Woods vibe without Chris Hemsworth. That's pretty much all I'm gonna say about that movie. No Chris Hemsworth, he would have made it better. He's not just pretty, you guys. He's actually a really good actor. If you guys wanna see it, it's on Amazon Prime Video. It is free with a subscription, so that makes it worth it because the movie is shit. It's like literally Jersey Shore meets Cabin in the Woods and we're including the fake tan that looks like nobody's taken a bath. There is also a movie titled Clinton Road. The synopsis is a widowed firefighter seeks closure after his wife goes missing on an actual haunted road in rural New Jersey, but must unlock the road's secret if he wants to get out alive. The movie was made in 2018, and that is all I could find. Like, no release to DVD, no release to streaming. I couldn't even find it on one of those download sites. Nowhere. And I really want to find it. Ice-T is in it. <laughs> and, well, if you guys know me, then you should know that I am obsessed with Ice-T. So much so that my four-year-old loves Ice-T. Not just, like, me watching his wife's Snapchat videos and her liking his daughter, but, like, she likes Law & Order SVU. She knows some of the lyrics to 99 Problems, which is probably really inappropriate for a toddler. Speaking of that, Billy Madison came out 24 years ago today. Did it really? Yes. I that has really nothing to do now. with iced tea, but... Now I feel really old. We were a little bit older than my daughter when that movie came out. I didn't watch it till high school. I remember watching it when I was like eight. Well, that's the end of Clinton Road. My little two-minute tangent about Ice T. <laughs> He's a beautiful, beautiful man, y'all. So mine is called The Seven Gates of Hell. I think I've heard of this. It's in Collinsville, Illinois. So there's apparently Illinois. There's apparently a couple other seven gates to hell, so. All over the country. Yeah, this one's Collinsville, Illinois. And it follows a twisted path outside the city of Collinsville. Mm -hmm. um, consisting of old train overpasses from, because the community used to be a mining community. So they're pretty much run down train overpasses that aren't really used anymore because the mining's been shut down. So it's said that if you go through all these gates and end up going through the last one at midnight, 
hell will open and sends the hound dogs after you. Can I keep one? No. They're going to drag you to hell. Like, you die. Okay, so can I be Persephone and then keep one? No. Hades. <laughs> I will sign up to be Persephone if I can keep a hellhound. No. Just one. No. I want to name him Squiggy. No. It doesn't work that way. Well, it needs you to. You die. Okay, well, once I'm dead, can I keep a hellhound and name him Squiggy? No, because you're in hell. So is the hellhound. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you get to keep it. You're in hell. But then I get to fight it's Satan. It's not a party. But then I get to fight Satan for the throne. You ain't going to win, girlfriend. I'm going to win. And if you drive through backwards and end up at the first gate at midnight, a portal will open and you can see hell through it. That's it. I think I know I've heard of this. So, gate one starts on Lebanon Road, and there's actually no stories about gate one. Don't look it up. I'm telling you the story right now. I'm not looking up your story. I'm looking up something else. Oh, my god! It's related to your story. So, it's the closest to town, and it's just really creepy, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, gate two is after you leave through gate one, there's a left turn off of Lebanon Road, and you wind up following this road to gate two and it's said that there's a young man hanging by his neck that waves you through to the next gates and there's a few stories behind this dude but each one ends up with him hanging on the tracks so the first one is that the man is an african-american caught by the kkk the second one is a man who was killed by a man who wanted his wife (laughs) And the third one is the man killed the dude who wanted his wife, but then committed suicide for feeling guilty because the dude was his friend. I mean, each story is really sad. Yeah, that's really depressing, actually. And then gates three and four are right next to each other. They're considered the twin gates. So these gates have rumor of satanic activity and animal sacrificing. Um, stories of people going through say that they found a lot of dead, like actually found a lot of dead animals in the area. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a consistent problem with every story, and it's true. They'll be like, there was a dead calf on the side of the road. Like, every story, somebody says there was something dead at gate four. Mm-hmm. So, maybe it's really there. Yeah. Then right after gate four is the death house. And I wrote, I wrote this down. It's said to be haunted, but somebody actually lives there right now. Like somebody lives in this house and would really appreciate it if people stay off their property. Get off the lawn. So, well, you can understand. You're living there with your family and all these kids keep coming up to your property and fucking around. Yeah, I would literally be chasing people away with a shotgun. Yeah. Which is probably what they're doing. It's Illinois. And then really far down the road is gate five. (laughs) And there's like nothing there. (laughs) Like the gate's there, but there's like no stories for gate five. And then gate six and seven are like the stories different for each one. One of them's the acid bridge. And the story for the acid bridge is that there's a ghost car Mm -hmm. there. And... Basically, it was these two kids who got really high off of acid, 
and drove down the road and basically just like gone to an accident and died. So now people see a ghost car there. So that's like gate six or maybe seven. And for seven, I wrote, well, good luck, you're dead. Because <laughs> there's nothing specifically on gate seven. So, and apparently gates three and four are closed now. Mm-hmm. Like, they have roadblocks up. You can still walk through them, but they have roadblocks up. You can't up. drive through them. Yeah. So, I have a couple stories. They're short. Okay. So, this is from somebody named Nim. They said, after passing through gate six, I saw a car's headlight in the distance. There was fields of corn on both sides of the narrow road and nowhere else to turn. As we started heading towards the car, we saw a glimpse of it, then it disappeared. We don't know where the car went, and since there was no one, nowhere to turn at all, I was. we don't know where the car went since there was nowhere to turn at all. That sentence is weird. I was with a friend... And we were both pretty freaked out. It was a quarter till midnight and a full moon out, if that means anything. We also heard some weird noises, like the noise a pot makes when you're boiling water for too long. I also felt a weird presence in the car until we got fully out of the gates. I may have just been creeped out and imagining in my head, but my friend agreed with me. Going more along the road, we found its tracks. We found tracks in the road. We turned around and looked at them closer, and they were going straight into the one of the cornfields by the bridge known as Acid Bridge. And I heard later that week from a friend that apparently two kids were doing acid there and lost control of their car. But I've heard different many theories about what happened there. So that's one person's story. Mm-hmm. And then this is from Denise Dennis S. There's no E. Dennis S. There is one bridge that always terrified me more than any other. It's called Acid Bridge. These kids were supposed to have been high on acid one night and crashed their car into the bridge. I drove out there with two friends. We pulled up to the bridge and stopped before we got there. We were looking at all the stuff painted and saw lights coming towards us in the distance. So we pulled over until they passed us from the other direction. We turned around and were about 30 feet behind them. We saw them slow down when they made it to the bridge and then they just disappeared we were so freaked out that we just kept going we figured it was those kids reliving the night they died over and over again how horrible would that be that's the end of mine but just like reliving a car accident over and over again right for the rest of eternity that has to suck yeah i could not imagine that at all well and i feel like that happens for a lot of spirits they relive their last moments. I would hope not. That would suck. That would really suck. I really hope that's not true at all. I think my phone is dying, so I can't look into it too much. What I thought it was from, is that area related to the 11-mile ritual game? No. No? It sounded so much like a game that I heard somebody talking about on a YouTube video, which I have to go watch the video again to make sure. And this, I don't listen to, I don't watch certain YouTube videos to actually watch them. I use them as background noise when I'm cleaning and folding laundry because 
I'm the kind of person that listens to stories about malevolent ghosts and demonic spirits as I'm folding laundry before bed. No wonder I have nightmares. <laughs> but yeah, it just it sounded very familiar, and I might have heard about it from somewhere. More than likely, it's from the same person, too, because I listen to a lot of her stuff. And I don't pay attention to half of it. But I get snippets here and there. Yeah, there's nothing about the 11-mile thing mm -hmm. from all the sites that I looked at. It might be one of the other gates of hell, then. There's a lot. They say that one of the cemeteries in San Antonio is also a gate of, gate to hell. I think it was San Antonio. Yeah, wherever Richard Ramirez is from, because he used to sleep in that um, cemetery when he was young. Hmm. You heard about it on um, Ghost Adventures. I don't trust everything they say. I don't either. But... That's what one of, like, the city officials told Nick. I don't trust city officials either. I don't either, but you never know. It could be true. It's Richard Ramirez. He probably did sleep in a hotel. He came from a really jet-run hotel in a cemetery. He had a really fucked-up life prior to becoming a really fucked-up human. I do not see the appeal whatsoever. Of sleeping in the cemetery. I don't either, but when you're into voodoo, it might come in handy to be there. Yeah, no. No. Lots of bodies. No. I don't know. I don't practice voodoo. That's when one of the bodies snatches you up and kills you because Dude, you right? offended one of its ancestors. Or you turn into the kid from... The Adams Family. Wednesday's little boyfriend... She decides to play a prank on him when they're playing Wake the Dead. And a hand shoots up from a grave and grabs him by the arm. Actually, don't him. remember her boyfriend at all. He grows up to be somebody that I recognized in a movie. That's not going to help me at all. No, it's not. And I can't remember. No, not even if you told me the name of the movie. Firefly. Okay, but I still don't know who her little boyfriend... Like, I want to say... I don't remember anything about him. Yeah, because I want to say... Or, well, not necessarily... Yeah, Firefly and Serenity. He was in both. I want to say... They show him more in Adam's Family Values. But I want to say it's the guy that grows up to be um, Mr. Universe or whoever. The guy that was married to the sex doll. Okay. I want to say he's the guy that played Christina Ricci's boyfriend in The Addams Family. Don't quote me on that because I might be wrong. I'm more than likely wrong. But he's about the right age. Without a quick Google search, I can't guarantee it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I have no idea because I don't even remember her having a boyfriend. So. I do. I love The Addams Family. The original show, the movies. So do we have a podcast recommendation? Um... I've got back into Three Spooked Girls recently. I like Three Spooked Girls. I love them. They're so nice. I miss Heather. I haven't listened to them in a while, so I haven't listened. It's, I think I'm up to the episode where Heather is going on her break. Mm -hmm. I think I'm up to that episode, but I'm not sure. I'm two episodes after she's gone on break, and the guest hosts that they've had are epic, and I'm not going to say anything to like spoil 
until you catch up. But their guest hosts are amazing, and the show is still awesome. I just, I miss Heather. Like, it's not the same. But I understand she needs a break. We all need a break. Yeah, I have another 100 episodes in the podcast that I'm listening to that I'm not going to name because they're not on the recommended list. Yeah. So we're talking about Three Spood Girls. They're awesome. You guys need to listen to them. You really do. Start from the beginning. Yeah. Episode one was about Black Eyed Kids. Yep. Oh, my God. I listened to that episode at, like, 4.30 in the morning standing in my kitchen drinking coffee with one light on yep i remember that because i got the text yes and i was freaking the fuck out it was so good like i don't scare easily and my house is haunted like i don't scare easily and that episode freaked me the fuck out it was so good they are so good y'all need to listen to them i don't know where all you can find them i listen to them on spotify they're pretty much everywhere because I yeah. caught them on my podcasting catcher. I have them on my iTunes on my new iPhone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Which, having the iPhone is nice because now I can review people on iTunes and not have to sit there and I know, go through my computer. I know, you have to do all that for me because I don't have any Apple products. And my, apparently Apple won't let you download Apple Podcasts so that you can review people because... I would really like to bump up the people that I love. Yeah, no, you have to get iTunes on your computer. And iTunes on the computer is the worst. I'm not going to deal with that right now because my computer isn't working properly. Yeah, I wouldn't either. So So I think we should end off, though, by saying we are trying to build up the podcast. So go on iTunes, review us, rate us. Anything is better than nothing, and I already know I'm stupid and I sound like an idiot, so if you're going to rate us and telling us that, then don't. But, like, if you want to tell us we're super awesome, then please do. If they want to tell me I sound like a man, that's okay. I know I sound like a man. My voice is messed up right now. In my head, I sound like a 13-year-old boy. No, you don't. Okay, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That was me last week. Yeah, you really did. Also, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Instagram and Facebook are We Love Dead Things, but Twitter is We Love Dead Things. Yeah, because we couldn't afford enough. Yep, and then We Love Dead Things at gmail.com is where you can send us your stories. True mm-hmm. crime, paranormal. If you have been abducted by an alien, put that in the subject because we will read your story immediately and then we will read it out loud. Or at least I will. And if you want to record your own story, we don't have a problem playing it. Yeah, you can send us a voice clip and we'll insert. don't be, like, sitting on a washing machine or something. That was way inappropriate. Don't be, like, hanging out in a laundromat or someplace really loud, you know? If you're going to sit on a washing machine, I don't want to know about it. (laughs) You let that spin cycle run and then you text us or call us or whatever you need to do. So, have a good evening, you guys. Have fun. Don't drive alone at night. Don't lean over the side of bridges. Don't go to a cabin near a lake, either. No. That's how you die. That is exactly how you die. Good night. Bye.